welcome back to another episode of the Keep It Real Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Wilkes. And I'm Erica Wilkes. Yes, and we are your host of the Keep It Real Podcast. Sis, how has your week been so far? What's been going this on in your week life? has been really good. Mm-hmm. You know, we just had Juneteenth. We had a family yeah. reunion this past weekend. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's been pretty busy. I've been back in the gym, you know, watching how I'm eating. Right. So it's been a good week. It's been right. a good week for me. How about mm-hmm. you? I can relate to everything you just said, too. It's been a really good week as far as the family reunion, being able to see family, be around family. To laugh, smile, because our family haven't got together since the matriarch of our family passed, as far as I can remember. And it was just good to be able to see everybody together laughing, hugging on each other, smiling, eating good, you know. Mm-hmm. And I have been doing better with um, working out. I've been doing meal preps. And ever since I've been doing my meal preps and stuff, I've noticed that I when I go to eat something that's like not really as clean as what I'm um, eating, I kind of feel like real sick in the stomach. Yeah. Kind of. You feel Cause bad. Because I've been eating you know a whole lot have, cleaner. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But yeah, Juneteenth was crazy. It was amazing to be able to celebrate and see black people turn up. It was just amazing. Everybody it was. come together and this is, for you the know, culture. the second year, you know, just last year it became a, uh, a national um, holiday. National holiday, mm-hmm. yeah. So it was good to see people come together and, you know, celebrate right. and see a lot of people like ourselves, you know, just being in the same place and enjoying uh-huh. what's life. going on, you know. <laughs> just so, enjoying life. That was fun. But, yes. y'all, we it's been a while. We, we're not going to just skip over that. It has been uh-huh. a while since we've been on the podcast. <laughs> and I know y'all are probably like, where are they? Or what's where have they on? been? So, we're going to go ahead on and talk about where we've been, you know. Mm-hmm. So, to begin with, I'm just going to go ahead on and throw it out there. Throw it out. Me and Eric had an argument, <laughs> y'all. <laughs> y'all, it was, and it was just real deep. We could not come back on this podcast and act fake because our motto is what? Keep it real. Exactly. So, And while the situation itself wasn't no huge situation, mm-hmm. It forced us to kind of have to realize our ways of dealing with basic arguments because mm-hmm. it was becoming bigger than it needed to exactly. be, you know? Exactly. So, and because it became bigger is why it took so long exactly. for us to be able to come back, you know, because mm-hmm. we didn't just want to get on here and act like everything was good. Right. We're not good at acting like everything is good if it's really not, not anyway. So we wanted to make sure we, you know. Deal with that, and the good thing is, it led us to our episode today mm-hmm. because we had to realize, you know, different ways of dealing with arguments. You know, the processes, mm-hmm. the things that you feel, and exactly. you know, and how, to how to approach, how mm-hmm. to approach and manage conversations. Yeah, period, and acknowledge each other, and yeah. and understand really the word. And the power of apologizing, not only for yourself, but for the other person as well. Mm-hmm. You know, mainly for yourself, but it's important to apologize to the other person. Exactly, exactly. So that's something we weren't willing to acknowledge, you know, each mm-hmm. other's way of feeling about it. I felt my way, you felt your way. We didn't want to agree and we didn't feel the need to acknowledge it as something mm-hmm. that we needed to just agree to disagree on. The fact that we didn't 
acknowledge it. It led to pain, you know. You led know, to pain led to not talking, led mm-hmm. to ignoring each other, led to being just miserable and just upset, and it just created so many negative traits within ourselves that we aren't. We, we allow this problem to just become a bigger sore. I would at this point a boil. Mm-hmm. At this point, like mm-hmm. it just and has you know, so much. I mean, we all have families, so, much so you know, brothers and sisters argue all the time. Mm-hmm. Our way of arguing, growing up and stuff, and the the way that we deal with it then, as adults, we realize that okay, there's other ways to manage right. this, and there's other right. things that have to be mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. to move forward. Exactly with our um, relationship as brother and sister. So, which led us into the conversation we're going to talk about today. Because like I said, we all have family and past traumas and past arguments and past mm-hmm. regular childish arguments with brothers and sisters. And sometimes we've seen in our family that arguments that could have been as simple as a discussion and an apology mm-hmm. and move forward from Mm-hmm. Became a broken relationship because exactly. people either didn't speak up and say that they were hurt, or somebody right. didn't acknowledge the other person's pain, and you know and it made me think was about just that. Swept up under the rug, and mm-hmm. you just moved on from it, and everything can't be swept under because that's a lot of what we always do. You know, we will argue. It'll be it could be petty, and mm-hmm. we'll just not talk to each other for a few days, sweep it up under the rug, and and move forward. So, <laughs> like, we, can you imagine a rug? <laughs> with so much stuff under it and you trying to walk over just it. Just like, lumpy. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. But we did try. We tried to talk about it and then we argued again and then we didn't talk and then we talked about it and then we argued again. I thought it was a good thing to go ahead on and have a podcast talking about this because a lot of people deal with this. Right. We all have families, you know, and we just had a family reu- reunion. I felt like it was a good idea to go ahead on and discuss this and kind of mm-hmm. talk about the process of management when it comes to... yeah. Pain, apology, forgiveness, you know, because exactly. all of that is necessary in any relationship. And I feel like that's 100% true. Is like, how do you process your pain? What is your processing management skills when it comes to your pain? I would speak for myself when it comes to the family reunion. Um, I have situations that involve fam- certain family members that caused me pain and, and to this day, I still don't speak to them, you know? Mm-hmm. And like I said, from the family reunion and seeing everybody, it just made me, it led to me just thinking like, where does my level of pain at when it comes to this situation? Are you looking towards forgiveness or mm-hmm. is it something you feel like you can forgive? Exactly. And what's the process look like to exactly. get back to a normal relationship? Mm-hmm. Because yeah, it reminds basically. me, like in our argument, you know, we weren't willing to acknowledge each other's hurt or pain, mm-hmm. so we wouldn't apologize. If you don't acknowledge mm-hmm. that I hurt you, then I'm not going to apologize because mm-hmm. I didn't hurt you, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's going on, you know, in in that situation. So right. I feel like it just lit, it's, it's a perfect conversation to have because a lot of past pains and traumas can become growing pains, mm-hmm. you know? when it's not dealt with like pain is a is something you have to process there's no way around it you can't right. always sweep it up under the rug you know exactly and i want to give y'all the definition of pain pain is physical suffering or discomfort caused by injury or illnesses or it can be caused by mental or physical agony mm-hmm. like agony. mental or physical 
agony. And I want people to understand that people confuse pain as an emotion. No, pain is a feeling. Pain is a feeling. It's very different than the emotion. When you experience something, you're not experiencing it emotionally. You react off of emotions, but the pain that you go through is something that you have felt that physically harmed you and has messed up your mental at this point. Not necessarily physically harmed you because nobody don't have to hit you for you to feel pain, you know? Well, yeah. It could be mental, you know, because a mental pain leads to emotions, Mm -hmm. you know? Like growing up, they always said, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. That was the biggest lie. (laughs) You know, because words lie. hurt way longer mm-hmm. than the pain from a stick and a stone, you know, because you remember how people move, but you, everybody will always remember that one saying or that one word or the one thing somebody has said to them that's made them move different. And I realized that, you know, in our situation, the reason why we didn't deal with it and just get done with it so early is growing up. We never really apologized, mm-hmm. you know, about stuff. Mm-hmm. We would just argue, fight, probably not talk for a day or something. Mm-hmm. Then we would just start back talking because maybe it wasn't a, exactly. as big of a deal. Neither one of us expected an apology or we both had done something. So we get it. We just moved forward. So mm-hmm. I realized that and I realized that that shows you that your past way of dealing with things can affect your present day you know right you don't realize how the trauma from your family or your your parents past and how they raised you has now affected you in your day-to-day life it's just like when we used to get to argument like you said Mm -hmm. we used to get to argument we was little we'll argue fight get whooped about it have to go to bed wake up we still mad at each other one talk and then randomly we'll just come back around when like we after all still or something mm-hmm. that they, after school, we we'll always it. come back around, or we we'll always connect on something that um, look, you see how Ma complaining about this, mm-hmm. or you see how she acting about this. Look at this, you know. We just always, like we said, sweep stuff under the rug and move on mm-hmm. from that. So it leads me to wonder, like, when did it become apparent to you that apologizing um, is necessary? In situations. Mm, mm. Apologizing is very necessary in any situation, especially when it comes to someone that you love mm-hmm. or someone that you care about. Because you never, ever want to hurt someone that you care about or have a relationship with that you value, most importantly. Mm-hmm. Because when you do hurt that person, you, you, don't want, you don't want to lose what you had with them. Yeah. It's like, is it that important or is it that big to to lose that friendship? Is it that big to lose that relationship? A simple apology would cure all of that, all of that pain. First, what is it for you, sis? The what first time that um, I realized that apology was necessary or apparent, you know, in the situation was between a friendship. Like me and my best friend, I don't even know what we were arguing about. Cause it was so long ago, but mm-hmm. um, she always would apologize, you know, if we got into a little argument. But me, I would hold the grudge. I, I have to go without talking for a day, maybe, and then I will move forward. But usually, we would move forward without an apology if it was for me to give, because mm-hmm. I feel so uncomfortable apologizing, yeah. you know. 
but then I, the older you get, it's just like grow up. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to apologize. You can't expect people to just get over it all the time. I think that's when I had realized that it was apparent to go ahead on and apologize because there is two avenues to kind of dealing with pain. Exactly. And I feel like the two is forgive and forget or conversation and apology. Because mm-hmm. if you, it dep- mm-hmm. I feel like it depends on the relationship anyway. Because mm-hmm. if I don't value that relationship, I don't care then to forgive I don't, and forget. Yeah. I, it'll be a forgive and forget for me because mm-hmm. I may not even get, because with forgive and forget, you may or may not get an apology from the person. And you cool with not getting it because yeah. you don't have a relationship Because you don't care with that anyway. And, and it's with- so easy to just cut it off and just be like, okay, um, I don't even feel like explaining how you hurt me or whatever. Right. It's just as simple as you hurt me, I'm done with you and we're moving. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going to move on with my life. So that is that is one way to go about it. Or as an instance, like we said, forgive and forget where we may or may not apologize. And then we just swept it under the mm-hmm. room and we just moved forward, you know, which obviously catches back up with you. Right. And then the other way, as I said, the other avenue would be through a conversation where you have to explain the pain, you know, mm-hmm. and receive an apology or, you know, have a conversation, receive an apology and then forgiveness, which will then allow the relationship to flourish. Mm-hmm. So I just feel like in what instances did do you decide which is which? Is this a forgive and forget thing for me? We have to have a conversation in order to move forward because I'm not the type of person that could sit around and just come back around and be like, hey, uh, you see how... It end up getting us when we fell out and we just stopped talking to each other and stuff like that. We had to have a conversation about it in order to move forward, to be real. I'm too much of a realist to to fake in any situation. Mm-hmm. So for me, we would definitely, definitely, it would definitely be the avenue of a conversation. So then I can know how I can hear what you say. And that would allow me to be able to understand which avenue I need to take now. Mm-hmm. How to move forward. Forgive you, build a relationship and go on, you know, or forgive you and forget in the situation of this relationship would never be where it was. And I'm okay with that, but I can be cordial with you. And and I do you feel like that's that. something you do with family? Like, you know, I can be cordial because in some situations, in a forgive and forget manner, yeah. I'm actually forgetting you. Like I'm done yeah. with this relationship and altogether. Once I would speak on um my situation. One situation, the relationship is big enough for me to have the conversation and actually hear what the person has to say. Actually move forward from it. I can see I can move forward and our relationship will never be what it used to be, but I would be very comfortable in the space with this person to the next time when the next time I see them it wouldn't be awkward mm-hmm. I would actually want to know like what's going on in your life how you doing you know and stuff like that where we can potentially maybe build to get back in that place but as far as the other situation I've never had that relationship that was just as big or as strong as the other one that it was to me, we fell out. I don't really, I don't, I can have the, I can, I care to have the discussion, but I'm okay with if it, if it's nothing to build there, 
or if it's being cordial or if it's not being cordial, not speaking. I'm okay. Yeah, I think the biggest part of, because for me, I'm the same with there has to be a conversation. Mm -hmm. Um, No matter who it is, really. If it hurt my feelings, there has to be a conversation for me to move forward. Mm -hmm. I'm not able to just be like, you know, this cool. As much as I guess I was like that growing up. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But now there has to be a conversation. While forgiveness is for you, it's not really dependent on the other person. Because in the situation you will still be affected years later exactly. and the person may not even really even be bothered no more because you didn't forgive them, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think that is very important and to understand what forgiveness means. The definition right. of forgiveness is a conscious, deliberate decision to release feelings of resentment or vengeance toward a person or a group who has harmed you regardless of whether they actually deserve your forgiveness. That's deep. That's deep. Mm-hmm. And that just leads me to realize that the process of forgiveness is valuable. It's valuable. It's very and it's the responsibility is on both ends. Mm. The victim and the attacker. Because like you said, I, I happen to know you, you know, all my life and I know what your triggers are. So mm-hmm. if I say this, I know it'll make you mad. But if you just encountering somebody in the world, you don't know their past. You don't know something as simple as, for example, if I tell someone to shut up, you know, mm-hmm. or I continue to talk over them every time they try to talk, yeah. I may not think it's a big deal, you know, Right. but for them, this could have created a big issue and made them pretty much want to be done with me mm-hmm. because you don't know. Maybe they grew up being telling with people telling them to shut up right, all the time. Right. I always mm. spoke over them, never mm. had a voice. Mm-hmm. And if I don't know that, it's the victim's responsibility. If they to feel that the relationship it. is valuable mm-hmm. enough to inform yeah. me of that, to let me know that that affected them. Because yeah. if you don't share that you were affected, it may not mm-hmm. necessarily be that the person is being fake and moving right. on. Right. It's just that they didn't realize that they hurt you. Because mm-hmm. you never said nothing about it. Exactly. And for forgiveness, I think people need to understand, like you said, the process of it and how powerful it is for you. You know? Because it's like for you. Regardless, because you forgiving somebody and actually telling them, look, I forgive you for what you did. You're not necessarily saying that I'm allowed you to do it to me again. It's setting the boundaries on letting them know that, look, I forgive you for this. Now, since I forgave you, if you was to do this again, know that this relationship is done. Because that's showing you don't Mm -hmm. care. Because that's showing at this point you don't care. Because I have informed you of how it made me feel. And if you cared enough about me, then you wouldn't do it again. And that's even, for me, that's even with family. Mm -hmm. Because we grew up on family would do you the worst. Mm -hmm. And we all know that's true. Family, I don't even know if it's that they will do you the worst or that's your closest bound Mm -hmm. relationship from the beginning of life. You don't. All you know is family when you first, you know, so when they hurt you, it feels deeper than just somebody out in the world Mm -hmm. because you've been knowing me Mm -hmm. all my life. So it it feels, I feel like the feeling outweighs the Mm -hmm. other one until any relationship is built to that degree out in the world. The trauma 
portion of it is the not dealing with it. And a lot of that is on the person who the victim, Mm -hmm. if you will, the person who feel attacked, because a lot of times people just expect you to know, even even if it's family, sometimes Mm -hmm. maybe they thought that it wasn't a big deal or maybe they thought that y'all had y'all falling out and everything's Mm -hmm. good, but you're not good. And then you are sitting here holding this grudge yeah. and they didn't realize that they was affected. Right. And now 15 and years later, you're realize. not speaking to your cousin, your uncle because of this. Mm-hmm. And he thinking that the situation was done for yeah. 15 years ago. Yeah. But y'all have to realize what Erica is saying. That's if they don't realize what they've done, mm-hmm. you know, because most people say stuff and do stuff and don't realize how much pain they inflict on you and how much they hurt you. Now, it's different from somebody kicking your child or coming at you and telling you you ain't this and you ain't that or attacking your character and all that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. They know what they're doing. That's different. At that point, it's up to you to decide if you want to endure that relationship because some people Mm -hmm. just don't care. You just really got to take it as it is. Some people know they hurt your feelings and they don't care. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, and you can't force somebody to care. You can't force somebody to Mm -hmm. acknowledge or try to understand your side of it or your pain. Once you realize that and you have told that person or it was pretty clear if you kicked me that and and my leg got a knot on it that that hurt it (laughs) and you didn't Uh decide that you wanted to apologize. Now it's my responsibility to move, move forward without mm-hmm. that relationship mm-hmm. because if you just going to keep sticking around that person and that person going to continue to pain you and you're continue to take the pain then now you are paining yourself mm-hmm. you know the saying fool me one time shame on you fool me twice shame, shame on me, me. Mm-hmm. because if you have known this person to do this and they never apologized made you feel like they regretted it or cared in any type mm-hmm. of way and then you expect them not to do it another time why wouldn't you at that right. point you're the fool so i feel like the while the responsibility is can be on the victim to explain their feelings sometimes mm-hmm. after that feeling is explained i feel like it's now the attacker or whoever caused you that emotion mm-hmm. is now their responsibility to respect where you're coming from and refrain from triggering or causing that pain because mm. it's the same if i've told you like i said if i've told you and you know now and then you do it again you don't care right but if you never even told me how can i even know that i hurt your feelings especially if i'm not mm. realizing that people maybe people tell me to shut up and i just laugh it off mm. so i don't really think that is that big of a deal yeah. but then when you explain to me like no that bothers me that you did that and i value the relationship enough to care I wouldn't do it again. Mm-hmm. So what's the process? What would what would your steps be to the process of forgiving someone for the pain they caused on you so you can be able to move forward in your life and be okay with the decision you made going forward? I feel like it depends on how the situation went. Mm-hmm. If there was an apology given or not, mm-hmm. then my process would be different. Okay, so, so if, if there was apology no apology, if apology wasn't given and I don't value this relationship, then for me, it's it's done. done. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it's done. I'm not going to sit around and see how bad you can hurt me. Right. Right. <laughs> so for right. me, it's done. At that point, if, you know, there was no apology, I sometimes do have pride not to tell you that that hurt me. Too. So it could be on me, but if I felt the need not to express that emotion with you, that also for me shows that I don't value the relationship, mm-hmm. you know? So in that case, it'll be done. Now, if there is an apology given, my process will be to probably give myself some time to see because sometimes it depends on what happened and it, sometimes it'll tell you about the person mm-hmm. in a way that they, if they, harmed you in a way that you feel like is ridiculous you know yeah it's not normal or out the that blue person wind. was just reckless or something then yeah. you still i feel like it's still on you to decide if you want to give that person another chance mm-hmm. but if it was a conversation i told you you apologized i can move forward from that the relationship can go forward right i don't really and, i'm not a grudge and actually type move of person. forward you know yeah like actually want to move forward because I feel like forgiveness Anymore, is not, not associated with um, part-time or temporary forgiveness. Forgiveness is full-time. Mm-hmm. It's in, infinity-based mm-hmm. forever. So when you forgive somebody, actually forgive them because if you don't, you're still allowing yourself to be affected. And meanwhile, like Erica said, this person has moved forward and going on so if you was to bring and now that back you're just up, holding a grudge yeah if you was to bring it back up now you have held this grudge for so long where now it's like you've been faking it the whole time because mm-hmm. i mean i used to be a grudge holding type of person but nowadays i'm not mm-hmm. um so if i do forgive you i forgive you the right. only reason that situation would ever come up again is if you did you something done. again mm-hmm. that that was similar to that. But right. then now I have to really acknowledge and take that as you Dude. weren't sorry. Exactly. To begin with. So I may have tried to forgive something that you weren't even empathetic about. You'll never fool me three times. Yeah. Never get the third time to do that. Exactly. Yeah. My process is pretty much the same. It depends on the value of the relationship. And the value of the relationship will allow me to be able to determine if I can move forward or not, depending on what they're saying, you know, because if I value the relationship and I come to you and talk about how it made me feel, I will also value your response. That makes sense. Mm -hmm. You know, like I want to know what made you feel this way. Why did you feel this way to do this? Or why did you even say what you said? I want to know because I value the relationship. Now, depending on your answer, and if you don't care, now I know how to move on from that situation. But if it's actually a conversation where we have and we can move forward and we acknowledge and we apologize and move on from it, I can do that. So I'm definitely in agreement with you 100% on what you said. What do you feel like is your biggest thing that you need to work on when it comes to pain, pain and forgiveness, and forgiveness. And apologizing. Mm-hmm. what is it out of all those three things? It could be a combination of the three or one that you notice within yourself that you think you still need work on in those three areas. Managing pain, I feel like it's forever mm-hmm. going to be something 
that you will always be working on because you're not going to feel the same type of pain all the time. Mm-hmm. Gonna, there's going to be a different pain, a different, maybe some that didn't used to bother me may start bothering me. So I feel like pain is a something that you're going to have to process regardless, no mm-hmm. matter what stage you are, it's going to be something you're going to continuously work on. And which is why I think it's very necessary to have a therapist as well to help you manage and, you know, realize how you deal with that. Mm -hmm. But me as myself, I would say that I could still do a little bit more work on the apologizing side of it, Mm -hmm. too, even though, you know, I do recognize that an apology is needed. Sometimes I can be so blindsided from my part of it mm-hmm. to the point that I'm like I didn't do nothing wrong why am I apologizing right you know after you have told mm-hmm. me that okay this bothered me and I'm like why why could that bother you you know mm-hmm. so I feel like the apology part could still be something that I could still work on yeah. and pain is going to be I feel like pain is a forever, forever Growing experience, to, yeah, to have to grow and experience with. What Pain would you is say? Definitely a process. Yeah. What would you say you still needed to work on mm. in that process? Mine would probably be forgiveness because I've noticed that I am a grudge holder, <laughs> and I can hold grudges like it's an elephant because you know elephants live long. So I would definitely say I need to work on forgiveness aspect when it comes into um, correlation with because it don't take grudges. much to get you <laughs> <laughs> it don't <laughs> like it don't it don't because I, I think it's just because I don't I don't care to even give you the second chance to ever play with me like that again and in in doing that I'm also hurting myself because I'm not allowing other people to be able to tell me what they felt or cause uh-huh, them what to do caused that, them to do or that. even if they even meant mm-hmm. to hurt you yeah and it's like now i'm holding this grudge and i'm just carrying so many thoughts about this in my head i'm thinking this way and, and now it only takes this. for them to walk into the room yeah and now you walk into the room i'm laughing happy i see you and i just think i think about what i'm holding a grudge about and that go my whole mood shift mm-hmm. you know so for me, I definitely want to get better with forgiveness because I know it's power in that. And I don't want anybody to be able to walk into the room and change how I feel in any situation. Because at that so, point, they're possessing that power now. Exactly. Exactly. So I'm definitely going to work on that within myself. I'm definitely going to work on stop holding grudges and no forgiveness a lot. And that leads me to ask y'all, where are y'all in that process? Mm. Because I've seen a yes. post. Um, on Facebook where it says what's worse than betrayal and somebody commented on it and said death mm. and I think that is why that process mm. is so hard because when you feel betrayed or you feel like somebody hurt you it it does almost feel like mm. a part of you died because there was an expectation you had for that person because exactly. if you didn't have an expectation for them then it probably exactly. wouldn't hurt you that bad you mm-hmm. know and with death, you got it's a grieving process that you have to go through. Right. There's no way around it, you know, and ain't no coming back from that. Mm-hmm. And with with um betrayal or with pain, 
there is also a process that you have to go through and you, there's no way around it. Mm-hmm. You have to deal with it to get through it. You have to go through it. Mm-hmm. You can't go around it. It's you so can't real. jump over it. It's so, so real. I'm asking y'all, like, where are y'all in that process? Do y'all have any family, you know, issues or problems that y'all haven't dealt with with people y'all are close with? Do you care to deal with it? Mm. How would you deal with it? Are you not dealing with it because you don't want to apologize? Are right. you the one that was wrong? Mm. Or are you just not want to deal deal with it because you just a grudge holder? Everything we're saying to y'all is based off experience of what we've been through and what we've gone through and what we've went through. So definitely, like Erica said, take the time out and think about what place are you in and genuinely work on it because it will make you a better person and a stronger person Mm -hmm. a stronger stronger person at the end of the day but thank y'all this wraps up this episode of the podcast oh it feels so good to be back lord knows we miss y'all we did lord knows we miss y'all make sure y'all continue to subscribe leave comments we want to hear y'all comments we want to know how y'all feel definitely definitely leave those comments And make sure if you're on Apple Podcasts, don't forget to rate and review. Until next week, make sure you what? Keep Keep it real. real.